This is Opposite Attractions, Season 2, Episode 14. Try everything! The challenge, a holiday or seasonal event. Welcome to Opposite Attractions, ladies and gentlemen, the happiest podcast on earth. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by the Adventurers Club wannabe himself, Mr. Jim Murphy. I'm only a wannabe because they bulldozed it and put an Italian restaurant on on its property. Uh, also, I do kind of want to apologize for my audio quality in the previous episode because I was accidentally recording with my microphone that is on the other side of the fucking room. Whoops. I was like, this will be fine. It, it's all right. I, but- when I when I pulled it up in my editing program, it seemed kind of weird looking. And I said, okay. Yeah. This is he's, odd. He's usually not this quiet. <laughs> I'm proud of my voice for being able to at least carry enough for it to work. Um, but Jim, let's get down to brass text. Let's get down to the important thing. Cause you told me something before. The show. <laughs> There's a fucking voodoo donuts in city walk. Apparently I'm, uh, I just, I heard a, um, uh, someone on another podcast mentioned that they like went, they, they had never been to one or they, they had went to the original one and then they went to this one and they ate like a dozen donuts in a sitting. Oh, yeah. No, so, no, no. Like, I, I didn't know Voodoo Donuts was a thing that I went to Austin, Texas once. <laughs> got, I literally spent the entire day drinking whiskey and Coke and listening to the Adventure Zone and then just, like, passed by one. Like, what the fuck? I need a donut. But the line was, like, two blocks down. Yeah. And I was like, I'm good. This donut has magic on it. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I will go to Stubbs Barbecue tomorrow instead to get my fix of good Austin cuisine. I I consider Voodoo Donuts, though. That was a Seattle, Portland Was it? I thought it was Austin. I I really think it was in the Pacific Northwest first. Yeah. I think. Hold on. Let me just Google Uh some shit real quick. I was. I mentioned a couple weeks ago that I thought we should talk about the 20th anniversary of Animal Kingdom next week, but oh yeah, I, I realized that actually the the 22nd is the the anniversary, and that's like the day before this comes out. Oh yeah, so let's talk like, about Animal Kingdom, my least favorite <laughs> Disney yeah, park. I really think when I think back, I really do think I've been to that park the least man with me it's like just maybe under 10 times it's so fucking hot it's the i think worst. they did somebody did a test where like they they sent people around to like the part like the all the parks in one day like yeah. at the same time and they it was literally like 15 degree difference yeah oh yeah um and also it's the humidity is bad because of all the plant life and they wanted to make the ground all like worn in and uh adventurous so it's literally like you're running a fucking marathon uphill instead yeah. of on flat ground which 95 percent of the other parks are yeah the longest i ever stayed in animal kingdom was one of my friends was working there and i waited for her to get on go on break and that was it that was my entire like i think i rode everest and i was like that's really good it's not good enough for me to actually spend time in this park 
But it was a good roller coaster. You don't also, like, you don't like uh, dinosaur. Yeah. Oh, I actually have not. I, as the asshole who loves Jurassic Park and it's his favorite ride of all time, and worked in an establishment full of dinosaurs, I've never ridden dinosaur. The 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 weirdest thing about dinosaur is that it has the same track layout as Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Forbidden Eye. Oh yeah. Also, fun fact: Voodoo Donuts is based in Portland, Oregon. Yes. I don't know why I thought it was in Austin. Because because uh, everything comes out of Austin. Everything good and voodoo-y comes from Austin. So uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go to City Walk next time I go to Florida, just oh, to go there. Oh my brother, it's going down. Like my like my buddy's gonna get uh, next time I go. My buddy's getting us into Universal, and he'll be like, "Why didn't you guys use your tickets? We spent the whole day at Voodoo Donuts, my bro. I'm sorry." <laughs> We didn't mean to. We had fast passes for Voodoo Donuts. (laughs) We had fast passes for Voodoo Donuts. It would suck, though, if you, like, you look at the ride, like, a wait time for, like, Rip Ride Rocket, and you're like, oh, that's a a 60-minute wait, and you're like, oh, the wait for Voodoo Donuts is 90 minutes. Like, fuck. Yeah. It's like, hold on, let's check this out. It's the Peter Pan's Flight of Donuts. Oh, man, I can't, earlier today, uh, you know, uh, we're planning our big September trip down there, and I texted my lady and was like, hey, uh, me and Blake's trip that we're taking in June, that's going to be a little test to see if we should take a car or if we should fly, and she just went, no, if I'm going to Disney, I'm doing it the Peter Pan way, I'm going to take the flight, and I just said, fuck you, that ride sucks. I'm sorry, I did not like Peter, wait, are you a Peter Pan's flight man? I am. No, nah, dog. Here's One time, my- I'm going to tell, so, uh, because I don't really do roller coasters, uh, I, we always fast pass Peter Pan's flight because it has like a 900 minute wait every day. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure if you broke in at three in the morning, you would still have to wait a half an hour to ride Peter Pan's flight. Yeah. Um, we got fast passes for literally like 9.05 or whatever, like the earliest time we could get. So we're like booking it back through, or no, we didn't have fast pass. So we just decided to do it first. That way we could get through it. Yeah. And so we're like, we, we run back through Main Street, we run through the castle, or around it, or whatever, and we come out by PhilharMagic, we turn the corner, and in the middle of the street, between Peter Pan and uh, Small World, is an employee, a cast member, dancing. <laughs> and by dancing, I mean more like traipsing around in a circle. Yeah. Like he was, like he was hopped up on goofballs. Which he was. But. And he sp- and like other cast members were watching him because he is literally the only person in the street. Yeah. And he stops and we're like, okay, what the hell? And there's us and maybe, maybe f- half a dozen people behind us. And he just stops and he gets this big smile on his face and he like bows and he's like, welcome to the magic. <laughs> and we're just like, okay, thank you, Peter Panton. Let's do oh. this. Dude, my favorite, firstly, I do want to say, we, I can't remember if we did the wait or if we had a fast pass, but even with a fast pass, there's a wait, and we got onto the ride finally, and I just remember looking at the front of the boat, where the location where a normal ass person would look, and just seeing the giant sail in front of me, and being like, how do you see ride? How do you do ride? And they're like, no, you just look to the side. That's not correct. Um, I have a, uh, the um like Jim Shore or whatever the the Disney traditions figures I have a Peter Pan's flight figure and oh, Peter sick. Pan has some creepy ass eyes on that fucking figure. Oh, I just got finished reading Neil Patrick Harris's uh, Choose Your Own Autobiography, 
And uh, at one point, he's just like, if you want to go to the happiest place on earth, hit next. And I was like, fucking yes, hit it, hit it. In <laughs> the very next moment, he's just like, you are now boarding Peter Pan's flight with your twin children. And I went, fuck. <laughs> Damn it, Neil. He's just like, the happiest thing in the world is the fact that they pay you to go there now. And I was like, you bastard. Yeah. The first room you go in when you're in the bedroom, like the first corner you go around, I love that on the chair in the corner there's like a Raggedy Ann and Andy because it's like, and they're they're like original. Yeah, yeah. Like they're like first edition fucking Raggedy Ann and Andy. Oh, dude, the only thing that stopped that ride from being the worst ride I rode that time, the first time I went to Disney, was the fact that I sat in that 60-minute line for Winnie the Pooh <laughs> and got... <laughs> Oh, you poor soul. I know, and getting off of that, like, I just waited 60 minutes for that. No. Hell I, no. Um, I've, I've, like, my wife fell asleep on the Carousel of Progress and the American Adventure. Jim, I think I just made a very sad realization about my Disney career. Yeah. And that's that the first ride I ever rode was the fucking Carousel of Progress. It's a classic. No Haunted Mansion, no Pirates of the if Caribbean. You think, if you think about it, uh, th- there are probably a good chunk of, like, East Coast people whose mm-hmm. first Disney attraction ever was the Carousel of Progress because of the 1964-1965 New York World's Fair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dude, with me, I was just sitting there like... Because I already... This was before I loved Disney and loved Disney World. And so I was just sitting there like... I'm high. I've just been with my girlfriend's family in a car for eight hours. I just want to have some alone time. What is this ride? And then I got stuck on it. I was like, fuck this ride. I hate it. I don't even like, I, the, the crazy thing is, is that you got, you went into, you went into the magic kingdom and you went right. Not knowing what was over there. Like, because most people, when they go in, they go left. And I mean, unless they're going... I mean, outside of the people that are going to Space Mountain or two specific attractions on that side, most people that are, like, exploring go to Adventureland first. Now, is this a uh, which way do you walk in uh, Epcot situation? Are you a Canada to oh, Mexico? Jesus. What am I? What am I? Um, because I am, ac- I am a future world to Adventureland kind of man. I start on future world and then work around. Yeah, I think well, it's just because you start on. Wait, you start on Tomorrowland and work around. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, wait, I'm confused. So then, I'm trying to think if I start on Canada or Mexico usually. Oh, dog! I can tell you 100%. My Scotch loving ass is like, I have to enjoy my Scotch at the beginning of this because by the time I get to Mexico, I, think, I will be dead. I think I go Mexico because Norway has Trollhorn. Yeah. Trollhorn nah. is the shit. No, dog. You gotta start in... You start in Canada, man. I, I used to always start in Canada because of off-kilter. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were the shit. See, I like with you, you're just like, all right, I, I just... There was some amazing stuff I wanted to go see or some good food. Meanwhile, with me, I'm just like, I wanted the best booze to start out, my bro. Start out good and then uh, end the, with tequila. The, the last time we went, I wanted... Well, not the last time. The time before last i wanted to eat around the world and i for canada i wanted to drink an entire bottle of maple syrup you're a sick that was that was shot down that was vetoed heavily 
You are a... Well, they have the little bottles. Oh, okay. <laughs> you are a sad, pathetic human being. And you they have, have like, the little, pity. they have the little, like, it's still, like, $40, but that's because yeah. it came from Canada, eh? Oh, dude, I pay $20 for my scotch. Don't you worry. I'm just like, let me be Ron Swanson I did end up while. getting to every country, I think... Think I got. We candied country. around the world. We ate candy around the well, world. Well, some we... of the countries I did have to go like a candy route. Like I think in Japan, oh, I that did. Japan, Japanese candy is the dopest shit in the and entire world, dude. Mexico, I think I ended up getting some weird ass chocolate shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Because um, I couldn't handle I couldn't handle tacos at like eleven in the morning and then go eat, eat like because I think for lunch we ate nine dragons and I wasn't gonna eat like a fucking giant ass taco and then try to eat nine dragons. Maybe you wouldn't. But I would. Uh, so, Jim, this is a podcast where we try to build our own theme park. This is the most chill episode we've had, I think, in existence. We're just like, hey, man, what kind of route you take on Mexico? Let's talk, bro. <laughs> but this is actually a podcast where we try to build our own theme park. It's called Vista. It's about voting, interacting, streaming. You're the story. You're not going to see some haunted pirates or mansions of the Caribbean. You're here to fucking be the show. And so that's what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. You are the show here at Vista. And uh, it's our last, I guess, official episode before the baby killing episode. (laughs) Don't put it that way. That's awful. That's what it is. We're either going to get all the wrong listeners or none of the right ones or both. We no, these are our babies, Jim, and we love them. And next week we have to murder them in cold blood. So before cool. baby killing, the baby slaying too, slay harder, you proposed a challenge for us. And the challenge was, actually, we never even decided which one. Well, it, I, uh, I think we decided on just a seasonal event or some such. Yeah, because you were like, seasonal event or like rich, something rich people could pay to go do. Um, so what did you come up with? Because um, holy shit. I have some ideas. So, I, I, I'm assuming you went Halloween. Did you go Halloween? I didn't go Halloween, surprisingly enough. Okay, so I don't know. I did go Halloween. I don't know if this would be a, like, party-type situation, like a Horror Nights or a, or a Not-So-Scary. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, Jim. I swear to Christ, if you bring up pajamas once, I'm cutting you no, out of the call. I, I'm actually going a suit-and-tie direction on this one. Oh, okay. A full uh, Justin Timberlake. Of, yeah, you, you're gonna like this. Uh, I, I don't have a a lot of uh, specifics, yeah. and this really isn't on my brand. But I came up with the name uh, because since this park has a lot to do with social media and the internet, I thought for our Halloween uh, special event that we could uh, kind of tribute the father of the internet. So Vista would then present. The Al Gore, All Gore, Inconvenience Spectacular. Yes! yes! I love it. Al Gore, Al Gore, All Gore might be my favorite name of all time. Yes, the Al Gore, All Gore, Inconvenience Spectacular. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't have much planned, except that I think that we get a, uh, we get actually get Al Gore. He's probably not busy. And uh, as part of the festivities, he would read... The uh, Vincent Price's monologue from Thriller, <laughs> in his uh, in his style. Yeah, yeah. 
Now, uh, for uh, are we gonna go full inconvenient truth in that, like our water rides, the <laughs> water starts rising a little bit too high in most. Of I actually, I like I said, I don't know if I want to do this as like a show, like a like the Hocus Pocus or the Bill and Ted that's sadly not there anymore. Yeah. Or if I want to go, like, yes, it's a party and you pay to go because I feel like if. I don't know if our park needs to have, like, environmental Armageddon as a scary thing. I don't know that's how that fits you, in our brand. That's what you fucking think, Jim. Just one day out of the year, the park goes to shit. <laughs> Pirate Bay takes over. Yeah, yeah Pirate Bay. Dude, that's not a bad idea. Just have the Pirate Bay be the whole park for one day. <laughs> Every ride goes to shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, what's the most horrifying thing when you think about theme parks? Just really long rides and the ride no, not every, being that uh, Actually, the most horrifying thing in this theme park would be the, like the, you, you upload your stuff to your account, but it goes to some random persons instead. No, and then it texts your nudes to your grandmother. <laughs> yeah, but she's over on that family intervention ride, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, boy. <laughs> Do we have a name for our dick-based section of the park? Because we do have the Pirate Bay for our uh, rip-off rides, and we have Vista Square for our main kind of area. Do we have a name for Dickland? Uh, I don't think we ever came up with a name. I don't know. The back corner of the park. I, I hate to name it after, like, make it a pun after the name of a city, but Phallus, Texas does keep coming up. <laughs> and I, I don't know how that's going to work out. Uh, <laughs> all right, you keep going with your shit, and I'm going to keep working on this dick section. I don't, like I said, I didn't have much. I just came up with the name, and I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. And But I do, I, I think I'm going, uh, I'm liking this idea of, Uh, maybe the pirate bay is polluting the rest of the park. Yeah, no, dude, that's what it is. So, like, there are fucking, like, cops, Disney cops who come in and try to shut down the pirate bay. That's what it is. (laughs) So, like, you can still ride the rides, but there are people on it trying to take it apart and stop (laughs) you from riding them. (laughs) They're like, no! And then right to censor is invading Vista, or Vista's dick dick land and you're like no man there's no good pun names with dick is there <laughs> ball stravaganza ball world i'll think about it while you're Adults going through whatever you have christ welcome to our the new christian mingle section of vista oh man why don't we have a dating land i wish we had set that up Oh, honey, you need to go into that one. You don't have to be lonely <laughs> at farmersonly.com. Alright, so let's get into my shit, Jim. Because I bring, I am bringing to the table two ideas, not just one. And there's a reason I brought two, and you'll it'll slowly reveal itself. So, I, I know you, earlier you were talking about, you know, uh, Carousel of Progress in the World's Fair. I want 
a Vista World's Fair, but it's for high schoolers. So we invite high school like who are interested in engineering and creating things all over the world to come to Vista for this huge spectacular where like they could have teams and the teams are trying to build the best roller coaster and that like eventually they'll win and get this grand prize if they build the best roller coaster out of everybody. Popsicle um, sticks and glue. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. Like, uh, I mean, I guess you could have a model as well, but then you would also have a 3D model that people could ride and, you know, people could vote on it and stuff like that. And so I like that idea. And then I also like the idea, and I definitely stole this from multiple theater tournaments I went to in high school, which is you can also have, like, individual competitions. Like, somebody built, like, they're all... It's basically opposite attractions at at the park where you build your own (laughs) rides and have people ride them. And I liked the idea that, like, if you wanted to be an engineer for, like, go to college for engineering... You could bring in stuff and there'll be colleges there like checking out your portfolio and checking out what you bring to them and stuff like that. And then they're also going to be theme parks. So we're going to have Disney there, Universal, King's Island, all this shit. And they're all going to be there. And if your idea is dope enough and they really enjoy it, they are willing to buy it from you. So, I mean, I really like this. just a sold sticker next to it with a Disney logo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there will be, like, classes for people to learn engineering and, like, engineering techniques. They can literally take you into rides and break shit down and be like, well, this is how this ride is made like this. Essentially, for, like, three days, the park would be shut down and we would just welcome all these high schoolers. Oh, you're making me long for when the Disney Institute was still open. Oh, I know, man. I'm sorry. And so, yeah, that's that was my first idea, was the Vista World's Fair. Do, I mean, do you have anything to say about that one? Like I said, I really, like, if, the, the, the original Disney Institute, which is where Saratoga Springs is now, Yeah. that original thing, like, I saw all, all the promotional videos for it, and I was like, god damn it, I would pay whatever that cost to go and, like, learn how to be an animator for a week. Yeah. Like, all that stuff looked fucking awesome because I'm a giant nerd. Dude, if I could go to Disney right now and they could be like, hey, we're going to go and we're going to show you how pirates works. Like, I'd be like, fuck yeah, you're going to show me how pirates works. Fucking oh, right. Yeah, let's do this. And then also, I think like you can have there's also could be like a competitor's fee. So a school could pay a whole fee to bring in like Three a whole students. group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there would also be like competitor's fees that you could pay. So even if your school isn't going, you could pay the fee and then you could end up going. And if you're good enough, you could end up with a scholarship to a college. You could have your ride purchased and possibly end up going into a theme park. And you could end up being victorious. We, we, we might not even have to shut the park down for this if we had a convention space. Yeah, I like that idea. And then, oh, dude, yeah, because you could also have, like, park goers come in and sample the 3D rides that the exactly. kids are bringing in. Now, um, I, yeah, I really like that, but I mean, you would have to shut down like a few rides during the day unless they got there yeah. really early. Yeah, there, there could be like, even if it was for part of the day, you could easily do that. Yeah, yeah. And have groups walk through and be like, yeah, this is how we make people stop this drinking where, so much. This is where we, and this is where Keanu Reeves lives now. This is new Keanu Reeves' home. Didn't you steal this from Epcot? <laughs> yes, we did. 
Don't tell Disney. They don't know this is here. Don't. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I just realized we will, as we invite in all the representatives from other theme parks, have to kind of cordon off, like put the pardon our pixie dust we, sign we put, around. We just put a giant, uh, a giant tarp over the the moon the moon boat ride, and it just yeah. says Siemens on the front of it. Yeah, exactly. And that way, Except Disney it's... won't go anywhere near it. Yeah, except it's not. It is spelled S E M E N. But yeah, I really like that idea. Like, I came up with it earlier, and I, I I enjoyed this concept of like giving kids opportunities and helping kids get inspired. But I did find one problem. Okay. It's not fucking funny. <laughs> it's just kind of a good idea. Yeah, you're doing my job, and I'm doing your job. What the fuck's going on today? Which is why I am now bringing to you our Christmas Spectacular, where it's going to be like Mickey's um, not-so-happy Christmas break. No. <laughs> not-so-happy Christmas. Yeah. You walk in and Mickey just pushes you down. <laughs> yeah, he's a, Motherfucker, give me the presents. Now, uh, it's My son be... fucking died. My <laughs> son's dead. It's good. Okay, so it's going to be essentially the same thing as like a not so scary or a very merry Christmas. I, I like that somebody pointed out that in the new DuckTales, they they had to make Scrooge basically like a Dungeons and Dragons character instead of an asshole capitalist to make him more likable. Oh, really? I haven't seen the new DuckTales. The new DuckTales is like, we're going to go find this treasure and instead of like, I'm going to go fuck over these poor people. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much... Okay, so here's the thing. It's going to be like a not-so-scary or a Mickey's uh, not-so-merry <laughs> where you go in and you kind of get to you get the park to yourself for the night. Well, to yourself and the 500 other people Mickey, who have bought tickets. Mickey's not-so-inexpensive yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christmas party. But in addition to this, Jim, you have, to, you have to pay your fee to get into the park for it. But okay. you also have to buy a present of $25 or less because you are going to be participating, my friend, in the world's largest secret Santa. I thought you were going to say ele White Elephant, and I was going to like, be like, holy shit. No, it was originally going to be White Elephant until I realized how fucking long that, <laughs> that would take. That would take seven days. <laughs> it would be the longest... It, this would be Mickey's not-so-Jewish Hanukkah, because so, this would take eight days. So so you, you come in, they they take your gift at the gate, they throw it in a pile, yeah, yeah, and then as you're leaving, you just get one of the random pile prizes. Oh, Jim, this is fucking better than that. <laughs> you should know better. I should. So, here's the thing. This is why I'm apparently smart and not just regularly. As always, I am trying to fight against the assholes... Who will be bringing in dildos. <laughs> but I still want them to have a good time. Firstly, you can't bring in your present wrapped. It has to be unwrapped. You give it to somebody. And then our expert team of like 500 trained rappers wrap yo, the Yo, presents. yo, yo. Word up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crime time Christmas. So our rappers wrap the present and they start sending them up. Where do they send them? To the top of Vista Tower, where awaits Santa Claus and his Christmas cannon. 
<laughs> oh yeah, bitch. It's go. <laughs> Although, um, well, the the normal presents go up to him. There is also the dirty, nasty Santa in the Dickland who has the pleasure cannon. And if you want one of his gifts, you have to be in Pleasure Island. Except that we can't call it that. Um, uh, how about the how about the D's with Nemo and friends? The D. <laughs> Yes, that one is actually that journey, one actually journey into your sick uncle's imagination. Yeah. So uh, then, when the clock strikes, fucking living with the hand, living with oh god, a lot the life of your single uncle living with the hand. So living with the hand, we all love you, piece of shit. Anyway, <laughs> clock strikes midnight. You just hear a ho ho, motherfucker! Boom! And he just starts sending presents raining down onto the crowd of people who are like, "Yeah, awesome!" Grabs presents, grabs presents, and now, as always, I'm working to combat the assholes who will be attempting to grab multiple gifts and run out with them. And the way I'm combating them is by just letting them do it. <laughs> But we're going to have some, like, Christmas story, Miracle on 34th Street bullshit happen where you see, like, a little five-year-old. And he's like, Mama, I didn't get a present. I brought in that dildo and everything. They didn't give me a present. <coughs> At which point, a guest of the park. Can you hear the air quotes I'm putting? <laughs> guest of the park walks up and he's just like, hey, Billy, I caught three presents. Take one of mine. And just kind of gives him a little... Take, take these truck nuts. <laughs> he gives him one of those, like, you know where they... where It's like you punch the child, except you do it lightly. So it's like that nice little... Yeah. You get him, slugger. He gives him one of these, walks away, and now Billy's got a present, and everyone's happy. And everyone's like, that person was so nice. They gave him a present. We can't have it clear... That it's a Vista employee. Because then it loses its Christmas magic. You don't get that pay it forward payoff unless you may force Billy to take something from a stranger. <laughs> also, all of the rides have snow on them or some shit. I don't <laughs> know. Want, hey, Billy, you want a present out of my present van? What section of the park am I in? Don't worry about it, Billy. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Okay. You're in fantasy van. Fantasy van! Oh my god! Yes! It is called Fantasy Van. That is the <laughs> name of the section of the park with the dick. It's, you know that, that part of Disney Springs with the food trucks? It's like that, but just with unmarked vans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are those food trucks open? Because I've passed by them multiple times. I don't think I've ever seen anyone big. Like, huh, this random-ass van in the middle of this shopping center seems yeah. safe. I'm pretty sure they're always open. That's weird. Maybe it's... Were you always going there, like, in the middle of the afternoon when when guest traffic was down? I was. I always was going past there as an employee of the park after everything was closed, which may explain well, why. Yeah. <laughs> why isn't anyone here? This is bullshit. This is bullshit. steal What's this truck. Fuck? The movie theater isn't even open. This is bullshit. <laughs> so, Jim, it's time. It's time to do it. 
Get out your baby killing boots, man, because we gotta kill some babies. I'm gonna have to figure out everything we came up with and write it all down. Oh, I have forgotten everything. I think at one point I blew up an old lady (laughs) out of the side of a house. I remember multiple dicks at one point. A lot went down this season, Jimbo. So I guess your challenge for next week, Jim, is to is figure out what the hell we did this is last, to remember what the fuck ended up happening. Uh, so, Jim, where can they find you on the internet? I'm on Twitter at apparently smart. Please uh, follow me for my not so many tweets. I'm gonna try to tweet more though. Yeah. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. I don't tweet. Fuck off. Anyways, uh, you probably tweet then, more than me. It lately. happens. And you can find me on Instagram at Scotty Mo. I've never advertised that. Why am I saying that? Anyways, buy my shit. Go to Amazon. Type in Scotty Moore. You're going to find a series of books all written by me. Queasel Corp, BS versus the Gods. All of those fantastic novels. The Actually, it'll be a week from when this episode premieres. Uh, actually, no, no, no. Two days before. No, wait. Five days from when this episode premieres. Next, Quiesel, next Friday, Saturday, something like that. It's uh, It would be April 30th. Queasel Corp Revelations, the final in the trilogy, is going to be released. So make sure to pick that up, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, check out all the other BS Network products April online. April 30th is actually when our 15th episode comes out. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. So there you go. So uh, make sure so to check that out. When we kill babies, go buy his book. Yeah, so check that out. Check out uh, A Load of BS, my other podcast, or Fight Boys, the uh, BS Network's pro wrestling podcast. It's an absolutely black... Fuck, it's a good show. Anyways, I'm like... (laughs) Oh, man, I'm like Porky Pig with Tourette's. Shit! Okay, now... Uh, and then of course, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out all of our older episodes at opposite-attractions.com. Check out last season where we built our superhero theme park, Apex. And then of course, get caught up, find you some rides you like before we murder them next <laughs> week. Make sure to catch up on all of that. And then make sure to find Jim and me on Twitter at op at show that is spelled O P P. A-T-T-S-H-O-W. Are you down with O-P-P?